welcome to AgeWise Health. I'm your host, Maggie Jess, Director of Nursing at Staff Nursing Services. On today's show, Fall Prevention, we're going to talk with not one, but two emergency room physicians. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Kiri Harani and Dr. Sarah Ornazian. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you so yeah. much. Now, Dr. Harani, you are new to our show. Yes. Dr. Ornazian has been here before. So if you could update us on kind of your background, how you got into emergency medicine, sure. a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm Dr. Harani. I got into emergency medicine many years ago. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and it's just a love for the fast pace, the variety of uh, complaints, and the ability to help others. I went to Michigan State, continued throughout Michigan State for med school, and now I actually teach back at Michigan State, the uh, medical school there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Way to give back. Yeah, it's fun. I All like right. It. Yeah, go Spartans. Yes. Dr. Ornazian, we know a little bit about your background, but for those who have watched the show before, could you give us a little bit uh, about yourself and how you got into emergency medicine? Yeah. So I, I too, liked emergency medicine because it was fast-paced and the variety of things. And also, kind of when you got home, you were home and you could focus on um, home life and things like that. So when you're at work, you work. And then when you're home, you're home. So I really like that work-life balance. That really worked for me. I enjoy that. Right. Um, and then I recently moved back to Michigan. I was in Philadelphia, I think, the last time I was on the show. So um, recently moved back and now working in the Metro. Detroit area. So oh, wonderful. Enjoying being home. Good. Well, we're happy that you are home. Michigan yes. is lucky to have you. We are very happy. So, ladies, tell me, what type of role do falls play? Did you realize falls would be a part of your visits when you started your residencies, per se? Uh, yes. Falls are one of the most common complaints we have, and obviously with maybe Michigan weather, we have different varying seasons and degrees of fall as winter and the ice happens. Uh, but yeah, super common chief complaint. I think it's like one of the leading causes of injury in the older individuals. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's a very common complaint in all ages, to be honest, but it's a common complaint uh, okay. that we see frequently. All right. And what are some of the common reasons people fall, would you say? Do you see anything like a trend? Like I fell off my roof because I was cleaning my leaves. It's fits fall. Yeah, so we do see that a lot, especially in the fall and the winter. Winter time, too, with ice, right? So people not kind of preparing, putting um, salt down and things like that. But a lot of the times we see people more of what we call like a mechanical fall in the ER. So uneven ground, um, people just not getting their footing, incorrect like footwear and things like that, things that will impact pretty much our elderly patients more okay. um, because of certain just certain ways that like their home may be or if it's an apartment or something new to them, they can, their footing can be off and they can just literally trip and then hit their head, break their hip, something like that. Okay. So you see mostly older individuals that Correct. are falling. Okay. All right. And what are some of the consequences of falls? Well, there's obviously the physical consequence, whether it's a, just a contusion, a bruise, there, a fracture, which is another term for a broken bone. 
Um, that has, you know, the physical consequence of maybe possibly needing surgery or downtime or physical therapy or change in a place to live. Maybe you can't do stairs anymore for a certain amount of time. But there's also the psychological impact of falls, uh, which is uh, probably equal to the physical impact. It's just scary. So there's fear. So if you fell down the steps, you might not want to do steps anymore. There's failure. There's negative. Why did I do that? I, I should have thought to do this. Um, and then there's just depression and isolation. Maybe you have to, you know, you broke your knee and now you can't go outside as much and then you're just immobile more and you're not seeing your friends or your social life gets impacted. And there's a lot of negative uh, psychological consequences to a fall too. They're almost equally as impactful as physical. We need both to treat and get patients to optimal. Right. So you kind of treat the whole. The whole. Yep. We're all about the whole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the new thing besides yeah. prevention, right? We're all about the whole. Okay. Uh, so Dr. Ornese, Dr. Harani kind of was talking about the physical, the mental, the whole. So what are some of the risk factors that you guys see that can, we can kind of let the public know today? Well, so the biggest thing is, so your risk factors are making sure that you're healthy, meaning do you have a healthy mind? So, you know, getting your regular or annual physicals so you can get tested to make sure you're not having balance issues. And if you are having balance issues, what's happening with that, right? So why are you having those balance issues? Also making sure you have a healthy heart. There's cardiovascular um, reasons that we can have what we call syncopal episodes, passing out, falling, things like that. Um, so doing things like that. And then also having you and your family kind of help you if you do have that kind of system to help you prepare, such as walkers, canes, making sure there's rails, places, things that you, you're not falling more frequently. Now, as physicians, can you guys write a prescription for home modifications to yes. be done for elderly or for any patient at any age? Yes, we can write for the assisted devices that Dr. Ornazian alluded to, as okay. in the walkers and the canes and okay. um, those assisted devices. I would say in the emergency room, we really strongly encourage outpatient primary care follow-up for okay. risk prevention, fall management. They have programs, yeah. um, just talking in general about removing area rugs and all that, um, that they would continue care with the primary care doctor. Okay, so we're following the right thing. At Amera staff, we do home care. So we do occupational therapy, physical therapy, and nursing in the home. So when the nurse goes out to do the starter care, she then assesses the home environment and will send out an occupational therapist to do a home modification. So that's kind of what that is. And you have most patients follow up with their primary. Yes, and then to start that okay. process, it's, it's tailored to the person and their lifestyle and their home. Which okay, so again, treating the whole mechanism, yes. the whole thing. I love that, you guys. Yes. This is so great. <laughs> so what are some tips that you guys have for older patients, uh, caregivers, to uh, you know help reduce the risk in their home or in just the outside environment? Like you said, uneven pavements, walking. Yeah. What are some uh The biggest tips? thing is... I think um, as we age, sometimes we don't want to accept that we're aging. So we don't okay. want to use the cane. We don't want to use the walker, right, with the, the stigma that that has. But really, it's so beneficial. It helps you feel more steady. So okay. having family members kind of encourage that or support system members encourage that. And kind of like you and Dr. Rani kind of said, eliminating the rugs that you can slip off, maybe uh -huh. putting a barrier for um, down the stairs or up the stairs so we're more cognizant of like, okay, we have to take our time. Okay. Uh, making sure that 
we have other things, um, kind of stabilizers within the shower area, within the bathroom area, so we're not falling as much on okay. hard, harder surfaces. Dr. Harani, chronic illnesses, any other type of risk factors, anything that could increase falls, anything to look out for for your older adult? For sure. Um, so chronic illnesses, arthritis, you know, the, the joint in itself gets stiffer, less mobile, right. it's painful, it can be swollen, so you just don't have that flexibility or the mobility. And so when you're going to go up a step, your knee's not going to bend um, as it used to, and so you get your foot caught on the step and then could lead to a fall. Um, strokes or anything um, can involve balance issues, and so right. medicine in general just has side effects of dizziness or balance issues. Um, there's lower extremity swelling that many disease processes have that can impact your ability to walk. Um, so there's multiple, multiple, and it's just understanding your own body and coming to terms with what, how do I feel when I'm walking and how can I prevent myself from falling. Right, and telling the truth in your ER assessment. Yes. As well, yes. right? Yes, we want to hear the truth. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And only the truth. We can yeah. only help you if you tell us. Yeah. yeah. And now in the ER... Because I don't know if everybody knows this. Do you have physical, physical therapists in the ER that can assess patients as well? Or is that something that's more for an inpatient stay? I would say we work at two different ERs. And in my okay. ER, it's, uh, we don't have someone inpatient, but we have the resources to direct them to get physical therapy or a physical therapist, okay. home care, however it would be inpatient, uh, right. but not personally in the emergency department. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dr. Odesian, how does yours do the same? The same. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, are there any other warning signs that me as, you know, my parents are getting older, so me as a potential caregiver could kind of look out for and say, oh, is dad becoming a fall risk? Is grandpa becoming a fall risk? Uh, is my twin sister becoming a fall risk? How do you assess that? So I, I think, you know, mostly we kind of, a lot of places will have an algorithm. You fall once and okay, it just happens, you haven't fallen now within six months, but more frequent falls, more frequent things happening at the home or that you're noticing like, oh, now this is our third ER visit uh, in the last three months. This is now becoming a problem. Um, and then looking at, okay, now what is causing this problem? And can we go down physical therapy way? Can we do home health? What is it that we can do to kind of help this environment the best way we can because really you're just looking for patterns right mm -hmm. you're looking for is this a frequent is this frequently happening um and and that's the best way to kind of assess it because one fall happens right we, we, we look at almost even all our family members that we love you know kid falls okay they you know that can happen but as an elderly patient if it's more frequent we really need those are like a it's like a red flag uh -huh. that we want to pay attention to yeah uh so for the audience, there are things called pain scales, and you can kind of, like a zero to 10, every doctor asks that, right? Or at least every nurse I know. What can you rate your pain from zero to 10? And they rate it themselves. So fall risks kind of have like a scale where you can rate them, and then you kind of know where they kind of lie in that, in, in that spectrum. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I think I think that's safe to say, and you okay. can, you know, and also you can even observe, as a family member, I think you observe like, oh, dad or mom, our aunt doesn't seem so steady on their feet lately. What what's happening? Maybe talk with them about it. Like, okay. do you feel dizzy? How are you? How are you getting around? Do you feel like you're you're stable enough to make it from here to the bathroom? Okay. You know, and and kind of having those maybe tougher conversations, but you know, conversations you need to have. 
before we have a fall and end up in the ER. Yes. Go to your PCP. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Please make your annual appointments. Right. Follow up with your physicians. Yep. Yeah, that's right. the hard part about falls. They are preventable. Obviously, accidents happen. That's why we have jobs. But, you know, they are preventable. So if we can, you know, bestill all these educational tools, whether it's physical activity, whether it's home modifications, knowledge, um, we hope to prevent any yeah. serious injuries. That's the whole type of preventative. So now someone comes into your ER, they do have a fall. Yes. What are the most common medical issues that you see that arise from these falls? So sure. Um, so even just from bumps and bruises and skin tears, as we age, our skin gets thinner. And so it's likely easier to have a laceration. So whether it's just wound care, whether it's suturing, to falling and trying to protect yourself by putting your hand out and breaking your wrist. Um, but also a common one for the elderly individuals is falling to the side and unfortunately breaking their hip, okay. which is a tougher one um, due to many reasons, but one is it increases their mortality rate and it's just a harder rehab. If it's surgical, they're prolonged downtime in a hospital, then a lot of times they have to go to rehab to learn how to walk again. And that's super hard at an older age. Um, it'd be hard at any age. And so those are tougher fractures. They fall and hit their head, the use of blood thinners. Sometimes we've had the unfortunate of bleeding in their brain. Right. And so we have to prevent, preventative measures are super important, especially as we get older and become more dependent on medications. Absolutely, okay. So prevention is key. Yeah. Yes, in medicine, it. that is it. So can either of you share some success stories of any type of adults that you helped reduce the risk of falling? Anything that you have? Sure. Any good news you got can for me? It can, it can be right. personal. It can be patient-wise. Yeah, don't say any names. Well, I have an amazing um, grandmother um, on my husband's side. I won't say her name, but she's, everyone's going to know who she is. And, so, <laughs> and she's great. And she's super strong, but she's almost 90 years old. And she is very independent, and she lives at home with her 90-year-old husband. Uh, but recently was at church and was helping put chairs away and just – but got caught on one of the chairs and she went down right on Halloween, right around oh. Halloween. So black eye, cut to her knee, swollen knee, broken foot, all bruised up, um, morale low. Uh, and so something that we kind of learned is it's okay to use your walker. So she's actually going to go to Florida and she said, I'm going to bring my walker with a chair, you know, the seat on it yes. so that I know I'm going to be walking more because I'm on vacation uh -huh. and out of my comfort zone. And so that way, if I feel like I got to sit, I'm going to sit. So she's going to bring her walker that has a chair on it. And she also learned to slow down, slow down, stand up, take a second, visualize my path. And if there obstacles and how can I prevent them, whether I can hold on to something, whether I can move a different way, whether I can ask somebody to move something um, or lean on someone, but there's no rush. Just take our time. It's important. Safety is more important than rushing. So yes. she's really taking her time to look and visualize for her own Good. safety. So her stubbornness is out of the way now. Yes, that's what made her so strong and yes. here 90 years old. Yeah, yes. So, yes, okay. Um, so is there an all-encompassing plan that someone could Google to say, oh, I, I want you know, my mom never to fall. What can I do? What is the ideal plan for families, would you say? I think the ideal plan would be to actually just make a plan or, or have something in place. So meet with your physician um, and go to the appointment with said loved one and then make sure you're doing the testing you need. So how is their cognitive function? How are they walking? Let's evaluate that. Um, make sure that they're not getting dizzy while standing up. 
make sure they don't have a history of passing out or syncope, as we call it. Um, and then also, too, kind of being proactive about it. So maybe you're having a physical therapist or, or occupational therapist come to the house. Um, so, you know, the patient can get used to having someone there and then also knowing how to protect themselves. I mean, as Carrie was saying, her grandmother was able, after she fell, to put these things in place, but to know that before. Stand up, visualize your path, make sure you take a minute, uh, make sure you're prepared with things. So I think that would probably be the most important thing is to kind of have a plan before you need one. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as, as people age, you don't know when that's going to be, so it's always good to bring it up at at your with your physician and say hey you know um i know i'm getting older i know this you know can be a possibility what can i do to prevent it can you help me can you give me resources and just kind of being proactive about it okay great maggie i think you alluded to something that is uh easy for anyone to do especially maybe not the elderly individual but the family member you can google this and there are bullet okay. point lists all over and over again on multiple resources the cdc has one that says you know, railings uh, in the bathroom because they're slippery areas, uh, avoid right. the area rugs, decrease the clutter, uh, watch out for those end tables, you yep. know, things like that. They're, they have bullet points that you can go through. Oh, yeah, they have this. They have this. Let's do this. You know, oh, make sure the perfect. steps aren't uneven, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Great. Yes. Well, ladies, thank you so much for Thanks joining for us today on our fall prevention thank channel you. and series we've got going on. So both of you went to Michigan State, correct? Yes. yes. So did I. Yes. So we're going to go around the table. We like to do this at the end. And I'm going to ask you your favorite restaurant and or bar. You can say either one, but I'm going to say restaurant because there's one dear, dear to my heart. I'm going to go first. You know what it's going to be, Sarah. Yeah, I do. Zella's Taco. Yep. I love their food and I worked I there for years. This. I've been there with you before. Yes, mm -hmm. it is delicious. Mm -hmm. Their drinks are strong. So yeah. go there, everyone. It's wonderful there. Dr. Harati. Uh, I think mine is not food. It would be P.T. O'Malley's, and that would be more for the bar and social scene. Um, and my favorite food would be Lou and Harry's. Oh, Greek salad. yeah. I knew she was going to say that. Okay. Yes. Lou has. Lou has. <laughs> and you, Dr. Um, uh, it's a tie between Crunchies and Ellis Teco. Oh, smart. Yeah, it's smart a tie. girl. Yeah, yeah. So Ellis Teco because, yes, you our other sister and cousin worked there and it was fun to be around that environment. Uh, but Crunchy's because that was just, it was a nice, uh, it's a nice lasting staple. Yeah, it is. Pizza and they're great. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, again, ladies, thank you so much for being on our show today Thanks and informing us. everyone about fall prevention. Thank you. That concludes our show today on fall prevention. I'm your host, Maggie Jess, Director of Nursing and Mayor Staff Nursing Services. If you have any questions about today's show, feel free to call us at 248-288-2270. Thank you. Stay safe and healthy. Mm -hmm.